Hi, I'm Hera, the mom. And I'm Estella, the kid. And this is Seeking Different. There are times when everyone feels different or left out. As a non-traditional mom and kid family, we're setting out to explore all the ways that families can be different. This is Seeking Different. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Seeking Different. Today, we are welcoming mom Denise and her son Sawyer to the show. And this is also a very special family because Sire is one of my donor siblings. Before we get into the questions, why don't you both introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hi, I'm Denise. I'm Sawyer's mom. Hi, I'm Sawyer. How old are you, Sawyer? I'm nine years old and almost 10. Yeah, he'll be 10. Yeah, he'll be 10 in March. Double digit. Oh my gosh. Are you doing anything exciting now that you're almost a decade old? I feel like that's a, you know, it's like the kid golden years. This this is the first birthday we've uh, switched it up from a big birthday party to some uh, an escape room event with some of his buddies. That's exciting. Our first questions are for Sawyer. How would you describe your family? It's unique. Okay. What is unique about your family? I have two moms. Awesome. So this is a question I always have for two mom families. What do you call each mom? Well, um, I call the one I'm with right now Mommy and the other one Mama. Awesome. I sometimes call her Mommy and I sometimes call her Mama, but like I usually call her Mama, but like I'm but like when I'm mad, I'm like <laughs> Yeah, she has like an angry version and then a not angry version. Which makes sense because I call her I only really call you Estella when I'm like not angry, but I'm like, I need to clean something, right? Oh, yeah. We do first name and middle name when there's a problem happening. He knows I mean business when he hears that. Yeah, but like sometimes she just calls me Stella or she sometimes calls me Bella. I do. Okay, so I have a question for Sawyer, unless you want to ask the next one. Um, When did you find out you had a donor? When I was like eight in the second grade. So like, yeah, eight. Like when I just do an A. So Stella also just learned about the uh the like the like about like how like they like um how like they like make like the thingy thing and like they like thingy thing. Yeah, like the thingy thing. We talked thing. about IVF like, they and put, embryos. Like, the thingy things into like a thingy thing and like they like they like they like the they like dish. um yeah, they yeah. like so they like put like the two thingies into the petri dish and then like they like mix it and then like and then they put it into the mom yeah so last week we talked to an embryologist and she told us how embryos are made and so stella had this thing about embryos okay go ahead i used to think that embryos would like sing in the petri dish and like and like dance around because they look like they're gonna dance around maybe they were happy they were having a party yeah they were happy little embryos we okay. did not, yeah, we didn't do um, IVF. I didn't do it that way. I didn't have fertility issues. So I just used uh, IUI. So there was yeah. no Petri dish involved. <laughs> we talked about that too, because Stella was technically an IUI baby and her sister yeah. was IVF. So we were yeah. talking about sort of the difference in whether or not, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could dance around once they become an embryo inside of you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It's an adventure either way. Yes. And how did you feel about it? Like, were you like happy? Were you like, wait, what? What is that? I don't know. Like, I had like no reaction. 
Did you think it was weird? Like, no, no, no. You just took it in stride. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do any of your friends at school have donors instead of dads? No, but like a lot of them only have a dad. Oh, that's interesting. Well, their moms have passed. So two of them in his class. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, like, no one in my school has like anything unique about their family. Like I'm the only one. Really? Has one mom. She is, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's a bubble. I keep trying to tell her she goes to a Catholic school right now. And so I'm like, it's the Catholic bubble. And everyone's married, mom, dad, you know, like 2.5 kids. <laughs> I guess the dog is the 0.5. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like at school, has every, anybody like ever asked you like whether you have like a dad or like where is your dad? Yeah, I just didn't know of a dad. And like where my dad is, no one really asked that. We live in a very open community. It's a small town near Tampa, Florida. And it's, you know, there was another couple of moms who had a son when Sawyer first started school. Um, there's just a variety. There's a lot of single parents. It's just the norm. So I grew up without a mom. I only had a dad because my mom had passed when I was two. So I think just not having one or the other is not, should not be made into a big deal. So I have a question for mom in that vein. Like, what was it like growing up without a mom and specifically as it related to like navigating things at school? I never realized I was different until my third grade teacher pointed it out um, for Mother's Day when she was handing out flowers to each student. And she said to me, you don't have a mom. Do you still want a flower? Oh, but the kids never asked. It was never a big deal. And that was in the seventies. So it was not, I grew up just not knowing any different. So I feel like when you're in your world, you don't know any different. And until like, it's brought to your attention. Still take the flower. I don't even remember at this point. It just that's imprinted on my brain that 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 when that happened. Wow. Yeah, and like, um, how do you respond? So, like, when they're like, "Where is your dad?" Like, like, how don't you have one? Like, how do you respond to that? Yeah, they usually don't say like, "Where is he?" Or like, if they do say what happened to him, I wouldn't say like they'll probably think he died, but I just say that I don't have a dad. Have you ever had, well, so it sounds like you have a little bit more of a progressive community, which is awesome. Does the school have things like Mother's Day and Father's Day events? And how do you sort of handle that? They don't. Oh, no, they do give gifts for Mother's Day. They do, like for Mother's Day. It's like like, for Mother's Day, it's usually not just for your mom. Like if you don't have a mom, it's for you. You can just make a gift for your dad. Yeah. Oh, so that's awesome if they let you make two. (laughs) Oh, no, they acknowledge both of his parents. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. So I remember Stella had 
So usually Father's Day like falls outside of the school year. So we typically don't really have to deal with it as much. Uh, But I remember there was one day that she had a Father's Day gift and I was fully expecting to receive the Father's Day gift. I was like, oh, sweet. I get an extra gift. She came home and she gave it to grandma. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, well, you got one already for Mother's Day. And so I was, yeah, I was like in my feelings a little bit, but I was happy that she knew that she could choose whoever she wanted to. Yeah. And like now for Father's Day, me and my sister, we usually celebrate my grandpa because my grandpa is mommy's dad. So like, he's kind of like, he's kind of like our dad, except like he's mom. That is awesome. One of those people that really likes gifts. So I think Papa will always accept the gifts. I love it. What is the coolest thing about your family? Mm, I don't really know. I do different things with each of my parents, but like, I'm, I think like it's like, I think that it's like pretty much like there's nothing really different besides I just, instead of having a dad, I have two moms. And he has two moms in two different homes. A diff- each mom has a different home. So mm-hmm. he is no longer in a complete family unit. So so I have a question. Does that mean you get two bedrooms? Mm-hmm. Two of everything, right? <laughs> That's so how do you decide how to, how to make up your bedroom in each house? Is it similar or do you have like a style mm-hmm. in one place? Usually just completely random or different. You keep it unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's it like going from one house one week and one house the other week? Well, at first, I never really cared much. Well, it was hard at first. Yeah. I mean, you were just, I think you were seven and it was a hard adjustment. Mm-hmm. I remember for all of us. But now don't you enjoy your time with each mom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I have some questions for mom. Okay. How did you go about choosing the donor? I wanted to follow along with my then spouse's heritage. So I was looking for someone whose parents or was from um, half African-American, half Western European, and the donor fit that bill very closely. The, The maternal side of the donor is from Sweden, and my spouse's mom was from Germany. Oh, that's awesome. And then the donor's parental um, paternal was African-American, just like that. So that's what I first looked into. And then the rest of it, just his health, making sure everything was healthy, um, his um, education, his personality showed through for the essay they had to write. So uh, it just felt right. I remember paying attention to the essay too, because people ask and I'm just like, I am a little bit of a a grammar snob. And so I really paid attention to the essays because I was like, let me make sure. I mean, I know that like, it's a lot of it is education and not necessarily intelligence, but I loved that he was a good writer. Yes. And uh, now I have a kid who loves to write and I'm like, see, you know, (laughs) it shows well. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it it felt right. I feel like any time in life that something just your instinct pulls you towards it, it's the right choice instead of forcing your choice. Yeah, writing is one of my, like my favorite, well, writing and reading and Spanish is one of my favorite subjects. I love that. We've always been big into reading, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What is your favorite book, Sawyer? Uh, my favorite book is from, it's a series called Warriors, except like Warrior Cats, basically. Warrior Cats? I never knew that. Um, yeah, it just, like, on a title, it's Warriors, but official name is Warrior Cats. Yeah, um, I have two favorite books. Um, one is Thornwood. It's not a series. It's just one book. And it's, like, all about, like, Sleeping Beauty. The movie is a big lie. The book says that the movie is a big lie, which is why she likes it. (laughs) Yeah, I love the book. It's much better than the movie. I don't like the movie at all. Uh, I've never really liked the movie. I just like to watch it because I like to think about all the lies. Oh, so it's the Disney version of Sleeping Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Sleeping Beauty, the Disney version, she didn't really like because she thinks the story's a little weird, right? Like, it, it is kind of weird. It's like she yeah. sees this random guy in the forest and then all of a sudden she's like, I love you. We're going to get married, right? Yeah. Which is super strange. Yeah. And I, I, love, I love Maleficent. Maleficent is like the most amazing villain. I, I literally ever- saw that again like a week ago and I was really enjoying that. We yeah. have not, he's never seen Sleeping Beauty. We, we don't, I mean, we just never did the yes, Disney Sleeping Beauty. You never saw Sleeping Beauty. We saw that. Sleeping Beauty. He's like, I like, no. like, just like to watch it because I like to think about like every single lie they're saying. So we also are the type of family where we will watch a Disney movie and like pick apart all of the logical errors. Like, wait, come on, this can't be real. <laughs> Which uh, is my way of like letting them do Disney, but also kind of keeping that balance of like, you know, this is not really real yeah. life. I, yeah, I have to admit that my face always shows my feelings and we, something was on, what was this, the movie that we were watching? Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. Like some of the books were really cringe and stuff. I cringed and he caught it on my face. He says, why are you doing that? I said, I do not mean to. I just, sometimes it's over. Oh, yeah. That's one of yeah, our favorites. Just, yeah. I Encanto. Yeah, Encanto is like the best Disney movie. I mean, there were definitely some problem th- problematic things with oh, like, some of the things, but I think like overall it was better than Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> it was so much better than Sleeping Beauty. And my favorite and my second favorite book is Upside Down Magic. Oh, cool. Um, it's like about a girl named Nori, and she was put into the UDM, which stands for Upside Down Magic. And the UDM is full of like a bunch of other kids with like magic that doesn't really work. So like so like something is wrong with them. So like there's fuzzies, flare, like fluxers and flyers. And like each kid is one of them. And they're like a really, really different than all the other kids. So like if you were a flare, then you were supposed to make fire. Uh, but instead, like you make like, smoke like or something. <laughs> yeah, but like so like in the movie he Elliot made smoke, but like in the book he fired it and then he just iced the fire. So is this a book series or is it just one book? It's a series. Oh it's a nice. Series. Nice. I don't remember how much books there are. There's like I think there's five. Like five. So the movie is based on the books, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ring Wings of Fire too. That's a bunch of yeah. it's a series. You read that. Yeah, Wings of Fire. Yeah. yeah. The movie the movie's different because so they stay at Sage Academy. They like slept they like lived at Sage Academy, but in the book they went home and Nori she she lived with her aunt now because she had to go to Dunwiddle. 
right back after a quick break. The heart behind the I'm Mom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Do your friends read the book with, as long uh, along with you, or do you? Um, no, I just read the book. Out. Oh, nice. So is a yeah. She's a she's a big reader. Okay, so. This question is for mom. What is the coolest thing you think or coolest or most interesting thing about your family? Um, your perspective. Well, this boy has my whole entire heart. So every single moment is cool and amazing. I've always said whatever stage of his life he has been in has been that best stage. And just learning with him and trying new things with him, we get to do adventures I would not do by myself. Um, We did an indoor skydiving adventure. Um, Only would do it with him. I would never do it with anybody else. So he kind of gets me. It was scary. It was scary, but we both did it. (laughs) Oh, once we went on a Tarzan swing in Costa Rica. So we were going um, zip lighting. The Tarzan swing was nothing like zip lining, except you had like that. Um, you know, I forgot yeah, what yeah. It, it was. Yeah, that like lever. So, but neither of us knew what we were going to get into. I made her go first. <laughs> let me tell her about it. She made me go first, <laughs> and it was the worst. You, I was like, "What's going on? I don't know what this is. I'm scared." And they were but like, "You did it! Up, but you up. did it!" No, and then like then then like. They pushed me off. <laughs> like I was, I was half screaming, half saying silent, and I was like, "Had fun." It was like one of those silent screams. If you've ever seen, like she opened her mouth, but nothing came out, and it was kind of hilarious until I had to go, and then she sat down on the ground and was just laughing at me the whole time because she, she knew fell. it was terrifying. I was oh, laughing so much that I like literally fell on my back because you were like, ah. "Mine was like." Yeah, and then was, like that, that sounds like, like a lot of back, fun. I was screaming, and like there was like a video, and you're like, "Is she okay? Don't think she's okay." So, <laughs> Sawyer, have you ever traveled anywhere fun? Yeah, many times. One of the, so, like one of the places that was probably funnest since it was recent was Las Vegas. Ooh, what did you do in Las Vegas? We the reason we went there was because. My aunt and uncle are getting married. And another reason is because, well, no, that's the main reason. But, like, we also went indoor skydiving. We went to, like, a couple of shows. Yeah, we saw Blue Man Group and, um, what was it, uh, Cirque du Soleil. And, yeah, that was fun. Mm -hmm. It was insane there. (laughs) Vegas is very insane. So we haven't gone to Vegas yet. Uh, Sawyer and I went to an oxygen bar together. We each had oh, our little, little 
oxygen so he he will anything we do it's just fun isn't it what's an oxygen bar that is like new level bougie i love it yeah you just sit there it was in the middle of a mall and they hook you up with 99% oxygen to freshen up from jet lag or just to give yourself more energy and you sit with a little oxygen in your nose for like a half hour and and watch the people go by shopping Stella hates jet lag. So that sounds like it would be oh, an awesome thing to do. Yeah, in Greece, I had super bad jet lag. Like we we went on like two airplanes. It was bad. And like when I got there, so like we we went through like so like first it was the middle of the day, then it was night, and then like it was like the evening. when we got there there, we got to Greece it was the evening and like I was I was like yeah Stella Stella couldn't rally she was having a really hard time so (laughs) oxygen bar would have been fantastic yeah definitely so we like our family is really big into traveling so I wonder from your perspective what would be one travel tip that would you would give other families who are trying to travel kids like what do you think is the most important thing to remember I just try not to overpack because I feel like then you have more stuff to worry about and you really don't need a ton of stuff when you're traveling. Oh, that's such a great tip. Yeah. My great tip would be entertainment because like if you forget your iPad, then (laughs) if I forgot my iPad and like my phone and like all my electronics and I'd be like, (gasps) clearly (laughs) this this shows what kind of mom I am because she's all like, (gasps) I would be like that too. Oh yeah. He would, he would go insane about it. Yes. Especially on that long flight. Like, I mean, Florida to Vegas is pretty long. It's gotta be like at least five hours or so. Right. I don't know what it is, but I, as soon as I get on a plane, I just want to go to sleep. So I usually try and sleep and he usually tries to keep me awake. So (laughs) it's like, it's a battle. <laughs> you do not want to be on an airplane for nine hours. This is the most worst thing. Uh, like, I have. Like, oh, Stella rally. And then like after, and then like after maybe like three hours, she was like, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm tired of this flight. I got to get on. I would say though, like Stella is actually like a pretty good traveler in that she can sleep anywhere. Whereas like my other daughter, she just can't sleep unless she's laying horizontal. And so she will be up the whole flight. She doesn't cry anymore. She's luckily out of that stage, but she's the kid who will just binge watch television for nine hours. And then when we get there, she will like be pass out everyone <laughs> or pass out. Yeah. So the struggle, the struggle is real. All yes. right. So we've been asking our guests if you could describe yourselves like your favorite drinks, <laughs> how would you describe yourself? I don't drink alcohol and I mostly drink water. So the only thing I do once a day, which is my most wonderful part of my day is coffee. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am warm. I'm welcoming. I'm uplifting oh, I love with that. a little bit of sweetness. Oh, that's great. Okay, how about you, Sawyer? What's your favorite drink? Boba. 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 Oh, that's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet. Boba tea. How are you like boba? Yeah, boba tea. How are you like boba? I don't know. It's my favorite drink. And how are you like it? Okay, so I'm I'm a little sweet to me, and a little sweetness is in like 
Sawing it. <laughs> and then maybe a little surprising when you like get a boba you weren't expecting. <laughs> yeah, like big, like ball, like that always happens to me. Like in my straw, big ball comes up and I was like, <laughs> Sawyer's goal is to try every flavor on the menu where we go. So mm. he is tackling that like a champion. What percentage would you say you are through the menu? 99%. 90, 95 or 7%. Because like, there's only like two more left they haven't tried. Which one are you avoiding and you're going to wait till the very last? Avocado. Avocado. Yes. Oh, but that could, that could actually be surprising because I feel because like avocado thing that it might be good or it might be completely terrible. At the bliss I will do, you can make it into a milkshake or a slushie. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm probably gonna make it into a milkshake when I get it. Yeah. But you're gonna get it right because you've got to complete that yeah. list. Yes. So after you've tried everything on the menu, you should tell them to make one called the Sawyer. <laughs> and that way, you like because look, you've tried every flavor, right? So you may as well they may as well name a drink after you, and you could basically tell them what you think the best combination would be, and then it could be the Sawyer. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I'm sure she would because she knows him. She knows him because we go in there all the time. Way too much. Thank you both so much for joining us today for this episode of Seeking Different. It was so great to learn about your family. Thank you for having us. We enjoyed talking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Seeking Different. If you like what you heard, share us with your family and friends. Tell us what you'd like to hear on future episodes and share your stories about belonging and family. You can connect with us on Instagram at Seeking Different. See you next time.